Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrickin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Entrick, BD. E-N-T-R-E-K. I'm here to recap your Tuesday and get you ready for Wednesday. We have a ton of news coming out of Tuesday, so let's get right to it. Miami Marlins news for you. Jazz Chisholm will need surgery on his foot after the season. He's going he's gonna to continue ramping up baseball activities and play through the injury for the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, Jazz is going to need surgery, so we'll see how the rehab goes and what to expect from him going forward. Trevor Rogers, we knew his last rehab start was scratched due to a non-throwing right shoulder injury. Well, he's moved to the 60-day IL, but slowly a roll. It's okay. That still means he's eligible to come off the IL next week. But the shoulder injury appears to be a little worse than expected. Craig Mish is even reporting he'll be out a little longer than we would hope for. And uh, that is a bummer, but it also means you might get some more Yuri Perez in your life. I know I've talked to you guys about the potential uh, thoughts of him going to, to back to the minor leagues and working on keeping his innings down and whatnot. Should get another couple starts here with Trevor Rogers needing a little bit more time to come back to the Marlins. The Rangers promoted their number four prospect, Owen White, on Tuesday. He had a 3-5-4 a ERA with 54 Ks and 53 and a third innings pitched at double-A this season. White had a 21.1% strikeout rate, 10.3% walk rate, which is not dominating and not as good as we'd expect from the guy that was one of the fourth, pro- fourth prospects in the system, top 50 overall prospects, but apparently he's working on a new pitch. We'll see how that goes. He came in as uh, after Bradford opened the game. White went two innings, four hits, three yards, one walk, two Ks. Nothing too crazy there for Owen White. Rymel Tapia, he signed with the Brewers after being released by the Red Sox, joined the team in Minnesota on Tuesday night. It just adds more depth to the Brewers' outfield situation, which already kind of seemed deep enough. So we'll see how this one plays out with Rymel Tapia. A couple bits of Tigers news for you. Tariq Skubal. Had a great rehab start a couple days ago. He's due to have another rehab start later this week on Friday. And if all goes well, we could see him back in the next week or two at the latest. Like, he's getting real close to coming back from his injury. He looks really, really good. Then Matt Manning's progressing as well from his uh, broken foot, and he looked good in his last rehab start. So the Tigers could be getting a couple starters back really soon. They have a ton of guys. If you go to their Twitter, a long list of guys like Badu and Alex Fido and, and many, many more. But those are the two big names that are close to coming back and maybe having a bit of a fantasy impact for your teams. All tests came back negative on Marcelo Suna's wrist, and he is day-to-day. So keep that one in mind as Michael Harris, the second, heats up and might try to keep Marcelo Zuna out of the lineup. Brandon Jury, he received a fine and a one-game suspension after bumping into the home plate umpire on Monday. He's appealing the suspension. He played on Tuesday night. Hopefully he plays on Wednesday because he loves hitting lefties and he gets to face Andrew Heaney. Harrison Bader is on a re, uh, rehab assignment in Somerset. He plans to have another rehab assi- uh, game on Wednesday. 
And if all goes well, he plans on rejoining the Yankees on Friday for a big series against the Boston Red Sox. Jose Urquidy, who we thought was a long, long ways away, well, he's progressing nicely through his rehab, and he plans to throw off a mound this week, and that still means he's probably a few weeks away, maybe a month or so away, but he is progressing nicely, and maybe we get a little Urquidy action back uh, after the All-Star break. We'll see. A couple of pieces of Cubs news for you. Justin Steele he uh, is going to throw a bullpen session on Tuesday. We'll, we haven't heard the results on that yet. See how that went. Uh, we know that uh, other no- news and notes on Steele recently said he could be back sometime next week, which is good to hear. And then Cody Bellinger was began his rehab assignment in AAA Iowa. That's great. The interesting part, though, he is playing first base in his rehab. So all you Matt Mervis fans out there, all hold your collective breaths pretty quickly. Craig Council announced Wade Miley will return to the Brewers uh, off the IL on and start on Saturday against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So Wade Miley will be returning to action. Not a must start. See how that one goes from there. Uh, Enrique Hernandez, some interesting news here because like every few days it seems like, okay, now he's the shortstop. Oh, now he's going to platoon in center field. But then Adam Duvall's back, so on and so forth. Well, the latest report on Tuesday about Enrique Hernandez is he will no longer be the everyday shortstop. They have uh, Reyes that is playing shortstop. Eventually, uh, a couple other pieces will be back in action. Uh, Chang might play shortstop. So Enrique Hernandez will now play second base and center field. The quote said, when needed from manager Correa, uh, Cora. So that was interesting. Play second base and center field when needed. Uh, the other part of that news, Alberto Montesi has been shut down from all baseball activities. Wowzers on that one. The Mets uh, were talking about shaking up their rotation. They're not going to do it just yet. Tyler McGill will stay in the rotation, and he will start on Friday as scheduled. Ryan Mountcastle has been sick lately. We've been trying to figure out what's going on, minus you know hitting 227 on the year with a little bit of power. But uh, he is now in place on the IL Mountcastle has with vertigo. So we'll see how that one goes from him. That's a scary situation. Hopefully he gets that handled pretty quickly. Max Muncy, he suffered a mild left hamstring strain on Sunday for the Dodgers. He'll have an MRI on Tuesday, and hopefully he won't. Uh, the, the hopes are it's not bad enough to hit the IL, but we'll have to see what the MRI results show. Bad news for the Gigantes, but there'll be some good news at the end of this, I promise. Mitch Hanniger fractured his right forearm on Tuesday night. The poor guy just can't avoid the IL, and this is a freak injury. A lot of his injuries have been freak injuries. So Mitch Hanniger fractured his right forearm. That's kind of like Carson Kelly, who went on the 60-day IL. Uh, he got the, the wrist injury for Duvall. This is going to be a while for Mitch Hanniger. And within like minutes, J.D. Davis suffered a right ankle sprain. It was just bang, bang. The two of those guys got hurt. It was crazy. At the same time, almost minutes after both those injuries, Luis Matos and David Villar were pulled from the AAA game of Sacramento Rivercats. Uh, Luis Matos, who had been living under a rock, uh, is hitting 396 over the last four weeks. He has 10 home runs on the season, six home runs over his last six games. Probably the hottest hitter in all the minor leagues. So he's going to get the call up. David Villar will be coming with him as well. We'll have to wait and see. I, I'm curious on how the Giants want to utilize Matos. Does he go straight to play the outfield role of Mitch Hanniger, which would be awesome? Uh, we'll see because there's a lot of moving parts. We know if you're a Giants fan or just watch the Giants close enough to see that this could be a good thing for Matos or it could be a pain in the rear end for fantasy managers alike. The Twins activated Joey Gallo from the IL on Tuesday. They also announced Byron Buxton is still a few days away, maybe not until next week, in returning from the IL. Kinta Maeda will throw at least one more rehab start this Friday, Saturday. Uh, so that gives at least Louis Varland one more start. We'll see how that plays out from there. 
Maeda has been okay in his rehab starts. He's getting his pitch count up, but his velocity still stinks. I, I, we don't know what's going on full-time with Maeda. They might go six-man rotation in Minnesota to keep Varland in there. I'll have to kind of wait and see how that one plays out. But Maeda will rehab this week and give Varland at least one for sure start. We'll hopefully get more information before next week. We know Pete Alonso is still out for a few more weeks with the wrist injury, but a little bit of good news. He was taking ground balls at first base on Tuesday, which is definitely a step in the right direction for Big Meat Pete's return to the Mets. Brandon Belt to the IL with a hamstring inflammation. At the same time, Danny Jansen was activated from the IL on Tuesday, and he was destroying the baseball in his rehab start, so the Jays will be happy to have Danny Jansen back in their lineups. Justin Turner has been red hot at the plate as well. Um, if you play DFS, he's getting you double-digit points every night. He's got a couple home runs over the last few games. Uh, he's playing very, very well. And the Red Sox announced that Turner will play more first base going forward, which essentially will eat into Tristan Cassis's playing time, leading to most likely a platoon situation at first base. Turner can play first base. He can DH when Cassis is in the lineup. We'll see how that one continues to play out. White Sox, Eloy Jimenez missed all of the weekend with his leg injury. Well, he remained out of the lineup on Tuesday. Hopes are he returns Wednesday. Welcome to the wonderful world of Eloy Jimenez. Another one, Andres Jimenez. There was a, he, he left Sunday's start with a, a leg issue. He was supposed to be ready to go come Tuesday. Well, he was out of the lineup Tuesday as he continues to battle that leg injury. He is day-to-day. Definitely something worth monitoring as well with the Cleveland Guardians. All right, let's talk about some hitting highlights from your Tuesday action on the diamond. Rafael Devers, two for four. Two home runs, two runs scored, four RBIs and a walk for Mr. Devers. He has four home runs over his last five games as he's heating up a bit. Devers is only hitting 247 on the season, which obviously you'd hope much, much more from the big man. But um, as a whole, still putting it together, 247, 17 home runs, 56 RBIs for Devers. Still a solid season. Just needs to get that batting average up to more uh, usual situations. Gunnar Henderson, uh, he's nuclear right now. Nuclear hot. He went three for five with a home run, a run scored four RBIs. That home run was a grand slam. Gunnar Henderson's first career grand slam of the season. He's leading off for the Orioles. After the game on Tuesday, Gunnar Henderson now ranks second amongst all AL rookies in home runs, fifth amongst AL rookies in RBIs, third in walks, fourth in OPS, second in slugging as he continues to just destroy baseballs. So great to see from one Gunnar Henderson. Corey Seager continues to play well. I just wish he'd stay healthy longer, but he's three for five on Tuesday with a home run, a double, two runs, and an RBI. Seager is now hitting 357 on the season with eight home runs, 26 runs scored, and 35 RBIs. Dude is something special at the dish. Hopefully he can stay healthy for the Rangers as they continue to just crush baseballs and do their thing. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box on PitcherList.com. Some starting pitching highlights from your Tuesday. George Kirby, six shutout innings with three hits, no walks, because that's what George Kirby does, doesn't walk anybody, uh, and 10 whopping strikeouts. Kirby was outstanding versus the Miami Marlins. Kirby had 20 whiffs at 39% CSW on 92 pitches. He now has a 3-2-4 ERA on the season with a 3-4-7 XFIP. um, (laughs) He has six total walks, six walks on 80 and two-thirds innings pitched. Kirby has allowed eight home runs on the season. He has six walks to go with 71 strikeouts. That is just some ridiculous stuff from George Kirby entering uh, yeah, just just not six walks, six walks. Just, I keep saying it because it's insane to see. Zach Wheeler, six innings pitched, one earned four hits, one walk, seven Ks against the Diamondbacks. 
Wheeler's had an up and down season, but kind of put it together a bit of late, which is great to see. He had 12 lifts, 28% CSW on the day versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. Wheeler needed this start, as like I said, it's been an up and down season, but um, it, it, the, the, the solid outing against the Diamondbacks gives Wheeler a 3.73 ERA with a 3.55 XFIP now on the season. He has 94 Ks and 82 innings pitched, so he's starting to get back on track after a couple rough outings there for the big man. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from your Tuesday. Trevor May bounced back in a big way. He had those two saves. Then he kind of blew one in his last start, but he picked up his third save of the season, and he was in dominating fashion as he appears to be locked in as the A's closer. And there's actually value to the A's closers because that locked up their seventh win in the road, uh, seventh win in a row, as the reverse boycott was electric. If you're able to see it on TV, um, just the fans chanting, the atmosphere, that is what A's fans can do, folks, if the ownership does not stink. So that was fun to see. Hopefully they can do it more often. We'll see how it plays out. But the A's, seven in a row. Trevor May's got three saves in those seven games. Fun stuff there. Uh, Michael King of the Yankees picked up his fourth save of the season after Clay Holmes, who's been locked into the closers role at four of the last five saves, for the Yankees. Uh, Clay Holmes pitched in the eighth in a high leverage situation, allowing Michael King to pick up that fourth save. It's still Clay Holmes' job, but there will be nights when this happens, which we saw earlier in the year when Clay Holmes was locked in to the closer's role. A couple other saves for you. Josh Hader picked up his 16th of the season. Alexis Diaz picked up his 16th of the season. And Carlos Estevez dominating with 18 saves now on the season. Big boys in the saves department. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on pitcherlist.com for more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a peek at Wednesday's action, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. If you're talking DFS, we've got a 12-game slate for you starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. Some of the bats I'm targeting, and similar to Tuesdays, there will be tons of bats to target. There's going to be offense galore. Because pitching is overall not great yet again. But some of the bats I really like, Boston versus Austin Gomber. You got Duvall. Um, you got Devers still hitting well. Um, Arroyo could be a cheapie for you. You got Enrique Hernandez can hit um, hit lefties well. Love Justin Turner in this game. Lots of options with Boston. Texas versus Detmers. Detmers has gotten away with it so far. But give me Young. Give me Adelise. Give me uh, Simeon. Give me Seager. Give me Ezekiel Duran. All these awesome uh Mitch Garver is playing really well. His lefties well. So Texas is another fun one. And then just kind of an off-the-wall, potentially off-the-wall one. 
Kansas, Kansas City versus Ben Lively. Ben Lively's not that good. A lot of pitch to contact. I'll take KC as a kind of sneakier one on the slate. There's a lot of ways to go. You could probably stack. There's 12 games, 24 teams. You could probably stack close to 18 of them and feel pretty confident about life. So have fun on this this slate. Pitching-wise, though, give me Kershaw versus the White Sox. White Sox striking out around 28% of the time versus left-handed pitching over the last three weeks. Kershaw back-to-back seven-inning performances with nine Ks in both starts. Love what the old man's doing. If you want to save a few shekels, Luis Castillo versus the Miami Marlins. Castillo is electric, 270 ERA on the season. Miami uh, striking out about 25% of the time versus righties. So I, I like that with Luis Castillo. And then Michael Walk is the wild card. I think he's a great cash game play if you play cash. Um, he continues to get the job done. I don't know where it's coming from. Cleveland does not strike out a ton, so it could be a little harder for Walker to get the ceiling play, but a great floor for Michael Walker. Some things I'm looking forward to on your Wednesday action. Spencer Striders got delayed today due to a rainout. Still want to see if the kid bounces back. It's been a couple rough goes for him against the Tigers. Great spot to do so. Uh, Cole versus Verlander. Cole and Verlander both not looked ideal. Cole's coming off back-to-back quality starts, which is great to see. Verlander has got hit around in two of his last three starts. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens here, especially after the, the slugfest that the Yankees and the Mets had on Tuesday. Again, Michael Walker. I want to see if this run can continue because the, the thing is, it's not just him limiting damage. We've seen that from Walker. It's all the strikeouts. It's bonkers. Same what Michael Walker's doing out there in the strikeout department. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then last but not least, we get Yuri Perez versus Luis Castillo on the West Coast late night hammer. Really looking forward to seeing those pitchers go at it as we close things up and uh, get ready to report to you for the next show once that game ends, most likely. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at BDNTREK, B-E-E-N-T-R-E-K. And more importantly, make sure you check out PitcherList.com, all the great articles by the great, amazing staff over there, all the great tools and stuff you can utilize, and more importantly, PL Plus and PL Pro. You don't want to miss it. It gets you on the Discord and, and tons of other cool tools to help you build your best fantasy baseball teams. So go check out PitcherList.com, PL Plus, PL Pro. That'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Wednesday and preview Thursday. This was your first pitch podcast Wednesday, June 14th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.